This is your inside look at the Canadian Football League. CFL Weekly with Andy McNamara on the TSN Radio Network. Delivered by Domino's. Visit dominoes.ca today. The playoffs are here. Welcome to CFL Weekly across the TSN Radio Network. I'm Andy McNamara. You can get me on Twitter at AndyMC81. Folks, we're delivered by Domino's, and it's it's playoff times, guys. You got to go Domino's Pizza when it comes to playoff football, right? But even if you're not watching the game, you're running around busy, whatever, go to dominoes.ca. Try their large four-topping pizza, $11.99. They have feast specials, side dishes, desserts, everything you need at dominoes.ca. Boy, do we got a good show for you today. Brandon Bridge, Canadian quarterback with the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. I got one-on-one with him. Learn about what it's like in that quarterback room with Kevin Glenn and his journey with the Rough Riders this season in a special behind the helmet. Also, Scott Collin from tsn.ca. His season, regular season, Heroes and Zeros, as well as Max Rosenberg from cfl.ca. It's a new new season of fantasy football on cfl.ca and the TSN fantasy game. Regular season done. They have a new playoff format. Very exciting. So we'll talk to Max Rosenberg about that. But there's there's so much to get to. Let's get to the Blitz. And I want to begin with our CFL Weekly Twitter poll delivered by Domino's on Twitter at Domino's Canada. It is. Which teams will advance to the CFL East and West Finals? Very simple. Okay, we have have the matchups. Saskatchewan versus Ottawa. Edmonton versus Winnipeg. Both games on TSN. So, which teams are going to advance? Is it going to be Rough Riders Eskimos, Red Blacks Blue Bombers, Rough Riders Blue Bombers, or Red Blacks Eskimos? You can vote at AndyMC81. You can tweet your reasons why if you like as well. But at AndyMC81. And folks, guess what? I just mentioned Domino's there. Hey. Free pizza's back. Yep, playoff time. They said, Andy, you know what? We want to give the listeners free pizza again. So this is what we're doing. When I post the show link, it'll be posted Wednesday night. You have 24 hours. So Thursday night, I will make the draw. You have to be following at AndyMC81 on Twitter. You have to follow at Domino's Canada on Twitter and retweet my pinned show link of CFL Weekly. You do that, go into the random draw, win yourself a Domino's pizza price. That's all you got to do. That's all you got to do. Okay, let's hear from the TSN panel here. And I'll look back at the regular season, the biggest surprises from week 20, and I'll look ahead to possible MOP candidates. Rod Smith takes it off. Here are your pros, Jock Climby and Milt Stegall. Let's start with this. Most troubling sight of week 20. Could it be that bully from the Ticats, Simone Lawrence, stealing the towel of Alouette's rookie quarterback, Antonio Pipkin, who clearly wanted it back. So there's that. Also, uh, Kenneth Olabode of the Calgary Stampeders, who were getting uh, beaten pretty badly by the Winnipeg Blue Bombers in the fourth quarter, and yet still after the, this defensive play, Olabode celebrates doing the worm. So, Jock, you start. What troubled you more? Well, that that was a disturbing image right there on a football <laughs> field, but it was a Simone Lawrence that just brought me back. Flashback. Childhood. Trauma. <laughs> terrorizing my, my poor little Jock, brother. Get, no, keep playing. Keep away. I, I love both of them. Simone, he's having fun. He's teasing the guy. Rookie playing his they're, first game. He's celebrating. This is his last game. Hey! He's teasing him just a little bit. And look at this, Jock. I know they're losing. They're getting crushed. He's celebrating. They're in the Western Finals, and that is a good worm. You're just jealous because you can't do the worm like that, Jock. Thank you. You are jealous. That's a nice worm right there. I like it from KO. <laughs> okay. 
MOP, now that the regular season is done, I mean, among the nominees from teams, you got Mike Riley, you got Ricky Ray or Greg Ellingson or Matt Nichols from Winnipeg. Who you got? Uh, I got to go Mike Riley. I mean, he's just been spectacular this year, over 5,000 yards. I think it's going to take, he's going to take it on a walk. Without a doubt. Ricky Ray, I think, will represent the East, and Mike Riley will represent the West. And when it's all done, Mike Riley, he led the league in passing yards and tied for the league in passing touchdowns. He's the MOP. We asked this question at the start of the season. I'm going to ask it again. Probably we'll do it one more time before the Great Cup. But who do you think's going to the Great Cup, and who do you think's going to win? Well, hold on. We're not answering that now. Boycott. We're not answering that. First time in we're, Huddle Up we're history. Not and maybe, uh, maybe I'm not authorized Come based on, on my preseason well, now, now we, we can't talk about Mel. Who'd you have in preseason? Uh, I had BC and Hamilton. BC and uh, Hamilton. BC. Now, last I checked, they didn't even make the playoffs. The playoffs. That's how good we are as <laughs> prognosticators. We are analysts. We do not predict the but, future. But I know who's going to be in the Grey Cup. I'll tell you. At Grey Cup. How does that sound? <laughs> we said huddle up with the pros. Yeah, the pro part doesn't stand for prognostication. By the way, I had said at the start, I thought it was going to be a rematch between Calgary and Ottawa. I'm going to stand by mm. that with the Stamps winning. So, pros. <laughs> All right. That was Rod Smith, Milt Stiegel, and Jock Climbing. And how about the players of the week this week? We'll, we'll roll with this right now. And it's, man, a double blue. Double shot of double blue. James Wilder Jr. just doing what he does in Ricky Ray to... Take that last game of the regular season in week 20 and secure top spot, just trouncing the poor BC Lions 40 to 13. And then Tristan Opelugo um, on the on the other side there for Winnipeg, uh, getting on the defensive side, uh, a performer of the week. Game picks real quick here, okay? We're going to get to the game picks uh, of, of, and I guess it goes to back to our poll question. They, these are going to be two fascinating matchups. I'm going to say, my answer to who will be and who will advance to the East and West Finals, I'm going to go with the Red Blacks, just more stable at quarterback, but I would not be surprised at all if the Rough Riders pulled it out. I'll go Red Blacks, and I'll go Eskimos. Injury to Matt Nichols, the lower body's coming back. Andrew Harris is back, but he's had the thumb. Just seems a little more stable. So I'll go Red Blacks, Eskimos to advance. Again, you can vote in our Twitter poll and tweet me at AndyMC81. All right. We'll take the break. On the other side, it'll be tsn.ca Scott Cullum to go over his season, regular season, heroes and zeros, and look ahead to this weekend's semifinal matchups. A lot more coming up. CFO Weekly across the TSN radio network. Football season is here, and Domino's has you covered. Hungry? Grab any medium feast pizza for only $10.99 or dive into our delivery and carryout deals at dominoes.ca. Domino's is more than just pizza. We have your complete meal, including delicious side dishes and desserts. Check out our $7.99 mix and match offer that has something for everyone, including two two-topping medium pizzas, mouth-watering pasta, amazing chicken wings, bread sides, and don't forget to try our irresistible marbled cookie brownie. See all this and more at dominoes.ca. You're listening to CFL Weekly with Andy McNamara, delivered by Domino's on the TSN Radio Network. Welcome back to CFL Weekly. I'm Andy McNamara, and you're listening across the TSN Radio Network. Folks, we're delivered by Domino's. Weather's getting cold. You're busy. You're running around. Go to dominoes.ca. They got you covered, man. Don't worry about it. Large four-topping pizza, just $11.99. Try their feast pizzas. Any amount of people. Any size pizza. Don't forget the side dishes. The pasta is phenomenal. And, of course, the marbled cookie brownie, one of my favorites. A gentleman who also likes marbled cookie brownies and some Domino's pizza from TSN.ca. It's Scott Cullen. Scotty, how's it going? I'm good. How you doing, Andy? Doing good, man. Doing, hey, you, we made it through the regular season. Playoff time. 
It's the playoffs. And we're, uh, well, uh, it's going to be interesting matchups this week. Before we get to uh, break down a little bit of the games, let's take kind of a big picture look back. You do um, every week, tsn.ca, heroes and zeros. So give me a couple heroes, then we'll go to the zeros for this season, like your big picture hero. Well, I, I kind of figured on on three, uh, one kind of at each at each of the main positions. So a quarterback, I think the hero this year is Matt Nichols. Yeah, and yeah. and you know what? Based because we had no expectations mm-hmm. of Matt Nichols, right? Like coming into the year when it when it came time to look at who I wanted a quarterback, I just I ignored Winnipeg for <laughs> a good chunk of the time because I, you know, there are much better options in my mind. And then as the year kind of progressed, it was like, boy, Matt Nichols keeps putting up those numbers, and and so. You know, I, I think based on expectation, um, you know, I think he passed for 4,400 yards, 28 touchdowns, and eight picks. Like, that's a pretty good season for a guy that I really didn't hold in such high esteem coming into the year. I would say he's he's uh, converted me um, uh, into a bit of a believer. So I, uh, Matt Nichols is, is my uh, my quarterback that I would co- go as a hero. I like that uh, one. I'm, go- I'm going with James Wilder Jr. at running back. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, a guy who – Started the season as a second stringer, uh, and then all of a sudden, when, when the Argos decided that they could they could start him some games, uh, they found out they have a superstar. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh well, we're not we're not sure you're good enough to play, and oh yes, now you're awesome. Oh, and and, and you know, and he's putting up 200 yards a game, and um, you know, some pretty amazing stuff uh, that the Argos got out of him. And I think you know he's he's going to be what gives them a, a real fighting chance in, in the postseason. Uh, and then a wide receiver, I'm going with my man Brandon Zilstra. Oh, baby. Um, league's leading receiver. But coming into the year, you know, the expectations weren't all on Brandon Zilstra. It wasn't, uh, oh, the Edmonton passing game is going to be built around Brandon Zilstra. Uh, but as the season progressed and he kept piling up 100-yard games, um, you know, he became this, uh, you know, really consistent, productive receiver that uh, certainly early in the year in fantasy, you were getting him at bargain prices. Uh, by the end of the year, the prices had caught up and you would have had to pay kind of full freight. But uh, that that's kind of the deal when you get to, you know, week 16, 17, 18, and the guy's the leading receiver in the league. Yeah, yeah, and jumping back to James Wilder Jr. for a sec, Scotty, you're absolutely yeah. right. Uh, another performer of the week at the last week of the regular season, and it happened by accident I, because <laughs> it was, uh, Coach Trestman said for the Argos, all right, hey, Brandon Whitaker, nothing you did. We just want to see what we have in this James Wilder, I think that's how you pronounce it, Wilder kid. Let's see what he does. Boom. And then it's like, oh, we're going to change. Like, the whole offense went from an 80-20 passing structure to feed the beast. And, yeah. and it just made them, it made the Argos so much more dangerous and so much more diverse that really once that happened uh, with Wilder in the game and Ricky Ray, like, the Argos looked totally different. Well, and, and I think, you know, Wilder's presence helps Ray, right? Sure it does. As much as, much as you know, yes, Ricky Ray can put up numbers when they're throwing it 80% of the time. Um, he's probably more efficient and, and has, you know, Better, better looks at his receivers when they have to respect that running game. And, and I, I think that's sort of been a real real key to the Argos' success in the second half. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, uh, okay, those are the best. What about some of the, <laughs> the, the letdowns? What about some of the zeros? Um, well, I, I got, I mean, there are a few. I'm, one, at, at, and I'm going to stay in Edmonton at receiver, is Darius Bowman, mm. right? Leading receiver in the league last year who, uh, I mean, he had a few games down the stretch where he kind of looked like he was back on track, but really uh, massively underperformed. and is almost the mirror image of Zilstra in that it, early in the season in fantasy, if you wanted uh, a Darius Bowman, you had to pay full freight. You sure. know, this guy's coming off a massive season. Um, so you're going to have to pay the price for it. And you kept paying the price to get, you know, three catches for 24 yards. 
And, you know, as, as the season progressed, it became, oh, my gosh, Darius Bowman uh, is kind of a non-factor in, in the Edmonton passing game. And then late, we, you know, we got a few good games out of him. But I would say on the whole, uh, massively underperformed uh, from Darius Bowman. Uh, I also, uh, I, I suppose I'll throw Zach Caleros um, yeah. down. It just, I mean, his performance wasn't great this year. I, I'm not sure it was terrible. But, you know, once you lose the starting job as, as a guy who, I think coming into the year, well, look, I mean, I, I talked about how I didn't have great hopes for Matt Nichols. I had higher hopes for Zach Caleros. And, and obviously his numbers weren't anywhere near uh, what Matt Nichols did. So uh, those would be a couple that I that I um, kind of came into the season with expectations for, and uh, the results really didn't pan out. No, and, and Scotty, when you look at the – you bring up Zach Caleros and – the the year that the Hamilton Tiger Cats had just w- exhausting to think of where where they yeah. started we, they were favorites to win the East like yeah. they were favorites to win the East when this whole thing started. Well, that was the the crazy thing, right? Is, is we'd come in here every week at the start of the year and it was oh they've lost again they've lost again. It's like but no one saw this coming. No, it's not like you looked at that team and thought oh yeah Hamilton's really going to have a rough year. It was no no they've got a decent team they sh- they should be fine. And and it just kind of kept snowballing and down and down and down. And then, you know, they did start to turn it around. I think, you know, they finished the season as a half-decent competitive team. But, you know, far too little, far too late uh, in that case because they, they had dug themselves such a deep hole. But, um, yeah, and, and so obviously Zach Caleros isn't the only one to blame for that. I think you can uh, can spread that around. But uh, when it comes to fantasy purposes, like I, I kind of figured that a healthy Zach Caleros could have put up some pretty big numbers this year, and obviously it didn't happen. No, no, and you got the, the losing built up. Ken Austin left. June Jones came in, wasn't his guy. Like Scotty, what, what happens to Zach Caleros next year? If I guess it depends if June Jones stays. I would, mm-hmm. I would think that Hamilton will would try to make that happen because of how successful they've been. But he's the most expensive player in the league, sitting on your bench. Like he has to go. You cannot bring him back. Well, I presume so. I, I think you, you would. Um... You know, in, in the way that CFL uh, budgets are handled, you, you know, you, you can't afford to to have a high high price player sitting on your bench. You know, as you you can do it in in short spurts and so on, but you, you can't very well go into a season and say, okay, we're going to have this uh, high price quarterback just sitting on the bench as our as our second stringer. That really doesn't fit, and quite frankly, it doesn't work for the league, right? The league the league basically needs to spread around their their best quarterback talent so that. Uh, you have the best nine quarterbacks or some approximation of the best nine quarterbacks uh, in starting roles. You know, it doesn't do the league any good to have a couple of really good backups uh, not playing while other teams might be struggling to, um, you know, to get adequate quarterback play. So I think I'm not sure exactly where Caleros lands, but I think if, you know, if you're a team that's uh, looking to make changes, um, you know, Caleros is probably going to be worth a, worth a flyer and uh, you know what if we're if we're talking disappointments at quarterback i should probably uh, i would probably be remiss if i didn't bring up jonathan jennings in bc yes you know what oh. we came into the year with really high hopes for yep. him he had a really great year last year uh and then it didn't happen you know that when uh he got replaced by lule due to injury early in the season and and it did the lions didn't really miss a beat but once jennings came back uh, they, they went through a long stretch where their passing game was horrific and um you know the the numbers just were were way off uh, this year compared to last, and I think that's you know that's that's the big deal when it comes to fantasy in terms of valuing these players is you know for a long time this year you would have had to pay a pretty good price to get Jonathan Jennings in, uh, on your roster for uh, for fantasy, and, and he certainly underperformed for a long time, and, and you know much much as the Tiger Cats uh, you know came around a bit late in the in the year, so too did Jennings. 
Um, you know, he had some some decent games in the second half, but uh, you know, it's really far too little, far too late in his case. Just as just as well, like his his numbers this year were uh, not near what they were the year before. No, 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 no. And so we talk about possible landing spots for Zach Caleros. Well, the BC Lions would make a lot of sense, depending on what their evaluation yeah. of Jonathan Jennings is for the future. Uh, yeah. Also, the Montreal Alouettes, uh, tire fire, dumpster fire, whatever type <laughs> that, that of burning does, that thing. Does seem, that does seem to be a wide-open spot. Oh, you, like, you got to make a change there. The question, of yeah. course, becomes for Hamilton, do you trade in division? BC yeah. would be, I think, an ideal spot because he's out of the way. Yeah, yeah. You know, but, like, for, for Montreal, Scotty, like, I, they just tear it down? Yeah, he, like, you got to start from ground zero, I think. Yeah, you can't uh, you can't go into next season without making a real change at quarterback. Certainly, if you're if you're Montreal, like I, I could I could see BC maybe uh, deciding that all right, you know they they can work work things out with Jennings and and they could press forward that way. I you know may, maybe they don't decide that, but I could at least envision that as a possibility. Uh, in the case of Montreal, you, you know that they have to go out and try and try and pick up a, a legitimate quarterback because yeah. that. Uh, I mean, like it's over. (laughs) Well, as poorly as as they played this season, um, you really the the first area to fix is quarterback. Like it's one thing if if your team okay, well, we have all these other problems, but if you if you don't have a quarterback in the CFL, you're going nowhere fast. It's over. It's over. Yeah. Uh, Last one for you here, Scotty. Let's get your vote on our CFL Weekly Twitter poll delivered by Domino's at AndyMC81. You can vote. Which teams will advance to the CFL East and West Finals? So which combo? Will it be Rough Riders Eskimos, Red Blacks Blue Bombers, Rough Riders Blue Bombers, or Red Blacks Eskimos? I okay. I am going with an Eskimos Red Blacks. Ooh, uh, that'd be that would be fun and, with those two I, quarterbacks. Oof. Yeah, and and I I mean this is probably my my bias uh, always skews towards teams with with quarterbacks uh, and particularly the you know proven established guys. And uh, I think Riley and Harris are both. Uh, I mean, look, I I think the Saskatchewan Ottawa game should be. Um, you know, a real barn burner because the, the Rough Riders have played pretty well uh, second half uh, of the season, and, and so I'm not, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to discount them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I've also been kind of preaching that you know the Rough, uh, sorry, not the Rough Riders, the Red Blacks um, with Trevor Harris are a better team than than their overall record would indicate. And so Harris, uh, you know, back and healthy, you know, late in the season, uh, I think. He he didn't do anything to you know diminish my opinion of, of what he can bring to that team. So I think uh, you know I, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick them to win. But I'm you know I, I've, uh, as I've looked at the the playoffs overall, I think there's uh, a lot of it's a lot wide open that the uh, you know the the Grey Cup could end up being a rather surprising. Um, pair of teams by the time we get there. Well, yeah, so that would put Ottawa, Toronto, so the uh, Ricky Ray versus the student Trevor Harris, and then mm-hmm. and then Calgary, uh, Edmonton. Boy, that would be battle Those of would be Alberta. Great oh, be a lot. <laughs> hey, two pro- two provinces battling, right? You got yeah. Ontario versus Alberta. Going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Scotty, thank you so much. We'll uh, talk again next week. Awesome. Thank you, Andy. Okay, that was Scott Cullen from TSN.ca. Check out all his work on TSN.ca and on Twitter at TSN Scott Cullen. We'll take the break, get into some CFL fantasy talk. The regular season's over, but CFL.ca and TSN have a new fantasy football CFL playoff game for you. 
from CFL.ca, Max Rosenberg stops by. He helped design this whole crazy thing. He's going to tell us all about it. Still to come as well, my one-on-one with Brandon Bridge of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. A lot more coming up. CFL Weekly across the TSN radio network. This is your inside look at the Canadian Football League. CFL Weekly with Andy McNamara on the TSN radio network. Delivered by Domino's. Visit dominoes.ca today. Welcome back to CFL Weekly. Uh, you're listening across the TSN radio network. I'm Andy McNamara. And as you know, folks, we are delivered by Domino's. Try their medium feast pizza special. Large four topping pizza, just $11.99. All the desserts, the side dishes, anything you want. Busy day? No problem. Go to dominoes.ca. Dominoes.ca. I'm Andy McNamara. Get us on Twitter at AndyMC81. On the line now, friend of show from CFL.ca, manager, social media, and content for the CFL, also host of CFL This Week. It's our old friend, Max Rosenberg. Max, how's it going, bud? Not too bad. How are you doing? The playoffs are finally here. Also, I'm a Cynistics guy. I know that you didn't mention that in your Dominoes oh. thing, but that's, that's a... I don't know what that is. Uh, it's like the Cinnamon... Spreading. Oh, oh, Cinestix. Oh, okay. I thought, <laughs> I thought you were. I thought we were going like some sort of analytic term or something for no. the, the CFL. <laughs> like, like Cinestix. Whoa, what is? Is that a new software? No, it's a, it's a, a dessert with Domino's. Yes. Yeah. Well played, sir. Well played. Thank you. Uh, all right. So yeah, as you said, the playoffs are here, and usually, Max, what that means is, well, fantasy season is over. Hope you had a fun time. Goodbye. Not on CFL.ca. What? How is this morphing from the regular season into the playoffs? So the regular season is over. 20 weeks are completed. Congrats to all those that won their championship. Um, hopefully they heeded some of our advice along the way. Right. Um, and so now we're starting a new season. It's three weeks only. It's TSN, CFL Fantasy, presented by AGF. We are a full go. So it's a three-week season. You can only pick players that are in the games for that week. And then you set a new roster for the, uh, the semifinals, the finals, and the finals. Uh, we've trimmed the roster from seven to five. So it's just QB, running back, receiver, flex, defense, and you have a, a smaller salary cap, so only the $30,000. Um, so all your leagues sh- should renew. You'll, you'll get an email uh, if you're part of the league, but we're obviously anybody who hasn't played and didn't get in or heard about it, didn't get in early enough and didn't sign up. This is sort of a, an opportunity to start fresh. It's a little mini season for all those that, uh, that enjoyed, and we're, we're pretty excited about it. Yeah, like it, it. I like the the tweak because obviously the amount of teams are cut down, so it wouldn't make sense to have the full roster down there. Like, how? What was the? I guess the the, the research or or thinking behind it to cut it down as you did. Well, so it was actually pretty uh, pretty lively debate in the office. I was actually on. We were having sort of the back forth. Do we keep it the same? Uh, some people were arguing, you know, more players, more fun. Other people thought, you know, like there's less players, so let's cut it down, make it a little bit uh, not simpler, but you know. The issue sort of came down to the Grey Cup game. So if you think you have seven players in the Grey Cup game, how much roster duplication? Hmm. You know, you're picking two running backs. There's only two teams. Right. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, how are you going to win? Yeah. Yeah. So I think that was sort of the reasoning behind it. Um, limited player pool. So let's shrink down the numbers a little bit and, and kind of do it that way, uh, which which I think ends up being good. It's not the easiest thing to do uh, roster management wise. Um, I think you'll see a little bit of variance. It's kind of a cool a cool thing, but uh, I, I've got a roster that I'm looking at so far. So we'll kind of see how it, it evolves over the week. Okay, well, yeah, let's uh, let's go to that. In conversation with Max Rosenberg from the Canadian Football League on Twitter, at MaxMillion. Uh, you're listening to CFL Weekly here across the TSN radio network. So, Max, okay, so if we go from the full roster to one quarterback, one running back, one receiver, one flex, and a defense, and the salary cap 
has gone from 50k down to 30k. So from 40 to 30. From four, uh, sorry, from 40 yeah. to 30. Yeah. So yep. let, let's let's start with with quarterback here, and it's kind of the, the quarterback situation we're we're finding ourselves, I think, in a similar situation where we've been all year. Okay, Mike Riley. You know he's reliable, but is the 14000 the best value out there this week? Yeah, so for me, I actually think quarterback's the easiest position of the week because I think you, you basically have two choices. I think you're, you're not taking anyone from Saskatchewan because you don't know how long no. Glenn's going to play. No. Um, I, don't, I think with the Nichols, obviously they said he's going to start, but I think there's an injury risk there, so mm-hmm. you could lose him at some point, so I think he's off. So I think it comes down to Trevor Harris or Mike Riley. I find it... Uh, a little bit difficult to make a roster when you put Mike Riley's fourteen thousand salary in there. So I'm 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 going with Trevor Harris this week myself. Go with Trevor Harris at the nine thousand nine thirty one spot. Yeah, if you have a thirty thousand yeah. dollars salary cap, you're spending almost half on Mike Riley. That's yeah, uh... yeah, exactly. And I think you know Trevor's Trevor's been a pretty good fantasy performer. I know we put out some some information. If I can see if I can pull that up here, he was the fourth highest scoring player this season, and that's with the, the time missed. So hmm. I mean, you definitely get the production out of Trevor. So. uh the uh, Trevor to Ellingson connection, I think, will be in. Oh. Even, even though Ellingson didn't have great games against Saskatchewan, uh, he did find the end zone in both games. So I think uh, I think Harris is my guy for this week. Yeah, and he's got a lot of weapons. And great point you bring up about Matt Nichols. He will play. However, he had the hand-thumb injury, kind of got over that lower body injury. Just It just seems like there are way too many X-factors. And even if he does start, it might be a situation where they try to hand off the ball more. Not re- You know what I mean? Like, it's... That's that's a, a bit risky. And Andrew Harris missed last week. Like we don't know how healthy Andrew Harris actually is. Well, so I was going to say that's a, a great transition into you mentioning how often they're going to hand off the ball. So I actually have Andrew Harris as my running back for this week. I think he's he's got a pretty good salary number. He's less than William Powell and less than C.J. Gable. And I think for the Bombers to win, they've kind of been saving him a little bit. The back half, he wasn't used as much. He They used him so that he could get the rushing title and then kind of pulled him from the game. So... I feel like uh, he, he's a good bet. Edmonton's run uh, defense was is improved, but was one of the, the weaker units, uh, one of the teams to take running backs against over the course of the season. So uh, I like Harris, especially if you know Nichols doesn't have the full suite of throws and is, is looking more check down. He maybe can't power the ball the same way he normally would down the field. Uh, maybe Andrew Harris picks up a few more receptions that way. Right, right, exactly. So looking at, at that, and hopefully he stays healthy because they have been been quite banged up. And when you look at... Other options out there, Max, you have, okay, well, just when Trent Richardson started to kind of pick up, well, now he's he's on the injury list. and yeah, uh, no, he's, he's in a walking boot, so I think, yeah. I mean, I think the, the safest bet at running back is probably C.J. Gable, mm-hmm. um, obviously the way that Edmonton's been using him. But I don't know, I have a, I also have this thing where, you know, this is kind of the fun part about it is uh, obviously we'll be watching both games. So I've built my roster so that I have a skin in the game with every team. Ah, okay, so you can fully enjoy it. Yes, exactly. You can fully so no enjoy it. Who's on offense? I, uh, <laughs> I have I have something that I'm, I'm I'm like looking for while the game's happening. That's a good strategy, Max. I like that. Okay, uh, <laughs> let's let's go to receiver. We got one receiver spot here on the CFL.ca TSN fantasy playoff game as we march to the Grey Cup. So top receiver, Brandon Zelstra, of course. What a year he's had. You have Deontay Spencer, who can be dynamic. You know, oh, you can, and, you well, get... I was going to say, and you saw what he did against Saskatchewan last night. Yeah, time, but... right. So and... he. he uh, so I actually worried that they'll remember that performance and limit him. So hmm. uh, my receiver, uh, I'm going with a Darius Bowman because he's, he's oh. not super expensive. With using Harris and using uh, both, well, using Harris-Harris, uh, left me with about 10000 to spend on the receiver flex combo. So 
I split the difference as opposed to going, you know, one high price guy and one and one weaker sort of $2,500. So I have a Darius Bowman at my receiver position uh, for 48.10. And then uh, my flex position, I'm um, using Chad Owens. He was eating targets in his last few games. Uh, so I'm using him at the $50, $5,100 spot and splitting the two as opposed to, you know, taking Zilstra at uh, 79 and having to use, you know, one of the, the $2,500 guys, a Rob Bag or, right. you know, whoever it might be. And really kind of gamble there. Yeah, and Chad Owens, uh, fresh, right? Just came came back in week 18. So, yeah, and, it, and it doesn't seem like, you know, whoever's in that quarterback, they both look for him. Like, there's no, uh, there's trust from both, uh, trust from both guys that are in there, no matter who it is, whether it's Bridge or, or Glenn. So there's not sort of a risk of losing that. I'm trying to find his targets number, but I feel like I heard them talking about it on TSN. Maybe he's sort of had insane target numbers since he's been back. Um, I think the only piece to monitor there is whether or not Naman returns and plays, because mm. uh, that's that, that American receiver spot that he sort of filled in for. Uh, that would make me a little bit more hesitant. But, you know, they're using Jerron Carter on defense, and so they seem to use him less on offense, which is something fantasy owners don't love. No. Um, and he was a big performer in the middle of the season. It's kind of tailed off since he's been doing double duty, uh, which I, you know, I don't – that's a mystery to me, but uh, the uh, Owen seems like a safe bet uh, in terms of his, you know, usage and production, that kind of thing. Yeah, and and I'm glad you brought up Jerron Carter there because 4,200 bucks, you like that, but okay, Chris Jones said he'll play on offense, but Chris Jones also said the first week he would play both sides, and he didn't. I'm not trusting Chris Jones for my You're fantasy team here. But then you go look at his game log and you see, oh, what happened last time they played Ottawa? Oh, right. John Carter had 11 receptions for 231 wow. yards. So you're like, well, now. Maybe. But Chris <laughs> Jones is like that mad scientist type, Max. Like He'll be like, well, they all think I'm going to do that. So get on, get on defense. I don't yeah, know. I, I, think, I think the thing with the, the Saskatchewan Rotary, which scares fantasy owners, is they're very high. They're high variance. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we don't know. Is it going to be... Cameron Marshall and Trent Richardson running the ball a bunch and, you know, with just a few little short passes? Or do they open it up and it's Kevin Glenn throwing 80 yards downfield to Deron Carter? Like, there's a lot of predictability. You know, with with Winnipeg, you know Andrew Harris is going to see his touches. With Ottawa, you know Harris is going to look for Ellingson. That's a big piece of their offense. With Edmonton, you know, they featured C.J. Gable. Mike Riley's been the highest fantasy scorer, so, you know, he's going to be worth it. Obviously, there's a little unpredictability with those receivers. Uh Minus Zilstra, but I think, you know, that's the scary part about the Riders. But, of course, in a short season, uh, you know, you want to take some risks. And, you know, taking Jerome Carter, he could put up that that 40-point game or whatever it might be. Now, the last spot, defense here, Max. So, Bombers, Rough Riders, Eskimos, or Red Blacks. Uh, Winnipeg's the most expensive, 5,200. Cheapest at 3,200 are the Red Blacks. Yeah, I, I think I'm looking at either the Red Blacks or the Eskimos. Um, I'm not 100% sure. I think that'll come down to sort of what happens with Nichols at practice. I think if he's, mm. if he's banged up and, you know, maybe he doesn't practice all week and we're, we're you know, wondering whether he's going to play and there's a chance we see some Lefevre or Davis or whatever it might be, uh, from that perspective, I might use Edmonton because there's a chance for uh, either low scoring from Winnipeg or some, some turnover opportunities. Um, and then the other opportunity, I think, is, is Ottawa. You don't know which quarterback's in there. They had low scoring games. Pruneau had a pick six in one of those games. Ottawa has, you know, I, I just like that, like that, like that unit, uh, especially at home. I think, right. You know, being the cheapest team and having a home game, they play well at TV Place. Uh, so 
So I, I'm sticking with one of the, the bottom two priced options myself. Now, last one for you here, Max. What for for Winnipeg? And again, with Nichols, you're absolutely right because if he's not at 100, percent how much do you want to lean on any receivers? Now, a cheaper option though, just under 4,300 bucks. Weston Dressler, who has flashed week 18, mm-hmm. he balled out, has regressed since then. But is that somebody you would look at, or would you be staying clear of Blue Bombers? Um, I think you know, again, fantasy football is part you know strategy, trying to win, and then there's a, there's a fun aspect. If I'm a Winnipeg fan and I know that I'm going to be sitting down for three and a half, four hours and watching that Bombers game and I want Weston Dresser, then, you know, take him. That To me, that's uh, he's going to be the feature of their their offense for sure in the passing game. I do think that if you're looking for some cheaper guys, Clarence Dunmark at the 2700 is kind of a boomer bust guy. He's had some pretty low-scoring games, and then he has games where he catches two touchdowns. Hmm. Uh, so he, he could be a guy that, that maybe flashes some stuff. Um, but the uh, – Say with the smaller player pool, the the cheaper options are, are fewer and farther between. Yeah, yeah, it gets a little tricky there. Okay, Max. So good stuff, man. So people can go CFL.ca under the fantasy tab, play the CFL TSN fantasy game, and yep. it'll be every week of the playoffs. It'll be the semis, the finals, and then the Grey Cup, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And then for anybody who is uh, out at the East semifinal or the Eastern semifinal this week, uh, CFL this week is is on the road. We're Ooh. no longer on Wednesdays. We will be live from uh, TD Place leading into the TSM broadcast, both uh, Eastern semifinal and Eastern final. So if you're down at the stadium early, come come find us. We'll be we'll be set up and, and hanging out there. Very cool. And people can find you on Twitter at MaxMillion, M-A-X-M-I-L-L-I-E-N. Max, thanks so much, yeah. man. Thank you very much. All right, that was Max Rosenberg from the CFL. Yeah, folks, check out that CFL Fantasy Playoff Edition. CFL.ca, TSN Fantasy Game. We'll take the break. On the other side, my one-on-one with Canadian quarterback Brandon Bridge of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders in a very special behind-the-helmet. Get into it with them as far as the quarterback room. What's the situation with Kevin Glenn being a Rough Rider? And, hey, we get to know the man behind the helmet. A lot more coming up, CFO Weekly across the TSN Radio Network. Football season is here and Domino's has you covered. Hungry? Grab any medium feast pizza for only $10.99 or dive into our delivery and carry out deals at dominoes.ca. Domino's is more than just pizza. We have your complete meal including delicious side dishes and desserts. Check out our $7.99 mix and match offer that is something for everyone including two two-topping medium pizzas, mouth-watering pasta, amazing chicken wings, bread sides, and don't forget to try our irresistible marbled cookie brownie. See all this and more at dominoes.ca. You're listening to CFL Weekly with Andy McNamara, delivered by Domino's on the TSN Radio Network. Back to wrap up CFL Weekly across the TSN Radio Network. Getting ready for the playoffs. The semifinals are here, folks. I'm Andy McNamara. Follow me on Twitter at AndyMC81. And very excited for you to hear my conversation with my next guest, Brandon Bridge, Canadian quarterback, grew up in Mississauga, and now plays for the Saskatchewan Rough Rider. And this this guy, I think the sky's the limit on on this young quarterback. 25 years old, developed in the U.S., uh, had NFL scouting combine and came to Canada, bounced around a little bit, and now is finding some success in a bit of a bridge role with uh, Kevin Glenn. So we'll chat with that, and then we'll give you the info one more time on how to win some Domino's pizza. All right, but let's get to my conversation with Brandon Bridge of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Brandon, how's it going? Doing good. How how are you? I'm very good. Very good. Thank you. So, listen, I, I want to take it. Take us through 
this season for you? Because let's be honest, yeah, Canadian quarterbacks, it's it's a rarity, right? It's a little bit like a unicorn in the, in the Canadian Football League. And to me, what you've been able to do in your opportunities, and as a football player, that's, that's really what you want. You want opportunities, make the most of it. You have shown development and growth from the uh, from your college days through the the NFL scouting combine to now. Take us through like this year what it's meant to be on this team with Chris Jones working with a guy like a, a veteran like Kevin Glenn. What has it been like for you? It's actually been a, a one heck of a ride. Uh, you know, just being beside Kevin Glenn, getting to learn from him, uh, being in like the same QB room and just hearing like his thought process on what like the defense does and you know like just like like him breaking it down and just mm-hmm. seeing what he sees is actually just amazing a guy's been in the league for 17 years any type of defense that the CFL can probably throw at someone so when you when you get that type of uh assistance on top of obviously you know coach coach J Jack you know breaking down so it, it definitely helps like a a whole lot and uh obviously with like the receivers around it just makes like makes your job a whole lot like a, a whole lot way more fun, you know, just having like all these guys like, you know, Naaman, Chad Owens, you know, Caleb Holly, Duran, uh, Rob Bag, you know, Nicholas Dembski, you know, uh, Josh Stanford, uh, like Bakari, Grant, like like all those guys, like they're just, they're just guys you can each just throw like the ball to and just, and just like let them work. So it's definitely been uh, a fun experience. You know, it, it's great being like a quarterback on the Saskatchewan Rough Rides when you got those type of weapons. Now, Brandon, Jerron Carter, you mentioned, he is friend of show. He has been on uh, behind the helmet earlier in the year. He had just finished serving ice cream to children at a community event for the Rough Riders. Interesting guy, funny character. How is Jerron Carter, like, in the locker room? Is he, is he a, a, a prankster guy? Is he laid back? What's he like? He's actually kind of both. Like, it all depends on, I guess, whatever side of the bed like he actually wakes up on. <laughs> you know, sometimes he'll walk and he'll just be laid back, and then other days, you know, he's going to be the Ron Carter, like what you guys see, you know, he'll just, you know, just go out there, you know, talk, you know, say like a couple pranks or, uh, you know, just try to, you know, just pretty much like talk to everybody, mingle like, like, like with, like with everyone, start like a debate on, you know, about a basketball player or basketball team or what this guy can do to him or not. So, you know, you just like whatever like you see out on the field, like sometimes you'll see that in like the locker room and sometimes he's just a guy who wants to sit back and just, and just chill. So I guess whatever side of bed, like he actually wakes up on and what, what, what type of character he wants to be. I guess you can call him, uh, Jekyll, Jekyll, Hyde, you know, like it's whatever, you, you, like, you, like, you don't know, like, you don't know, like, what you're going to get, you know, right. whatever, like, he wants to see that, that day. Yeah, always entertaining. Uh, Brandon, let's go to the, um, uh, more of the getting to know you side of things. So, uh, from the GTA, Mississauga born, now out in Saskatchewan and in, in, in Regina, and I know from being there and, and the fan base, it's legendary. Like, they, they eat and breathe football. Going out being in the community, what's it like walking the streets and, and being around that type of, of football environment and fan in Regina? It actually just it, it actually kind of just reminds me of how college was. You know, mm. I was in South Alabama. It's kind of like, you know, at the state of Alabama, all they have is their football team or like that college team and they represent. So everywhere like we went, you know, we just got like a lot of love. And that's how I feel like Saskatchewan is. Like everywhere like we go, you know, like people are rider fans. People might ask for an autograph. People might ask for a photo, especially after like a game day or before a game. Uh, people will actually just, you know, oh, like, like I know like you're eating, but do you mind if like you take like a quick <laughs> little photo for like, you know, my niece or like my nephew or, you know, whatever the case may be. So, you know, it's just a lot of love. It's actually just amazing. It's actually, I just feel like I'm back in college again around like the, around like the school, uh, the school population. Yeah, it does have that that kind of collegiate atmosphere. You're absolutely right. So 
you're in town now for those who might not have been to, to regina or the the surrounding area what do you do for fun because the the it's a lot of farm a lot of flat land that's still a great community what what do you do for in your downtime in regina well, it's like there's like a football game on. You know, a lot of a lot of guys might go to Earl's or something and, right. just, and just like watch. And uh, you know, Duran always sets up the bowling. Like I like, I think Duran just loves the bowl. So like he always tells everyone to set up like some bowling stuff. And then um, you know, like and sometimes if not, like on like our off days, like today, you know, people just go to like you know Nicholas Densky's and uh, Keenan like LaFrance's house, and then we just you know play play spades, we play video games. But, you know, it's just really just people kind of just mingling, like, with everyone. It's, just, it's pretty much like a college atmosphere, you know? Like, after, like, you get out of the class, you just go to, like, your your friend's dorm room or, like, or, like your friend's apartment. Like, that's pretty much, like, how, how it is out here. Now, now, you mentioned video games. What do you play? Are you doing Madden, uh, Call of Duty? What are, you, what are you into? Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, like, we're into FIFA, uh, 2K okay. for sure. 2K is definitely, my, like, my favorite game. Uh, you know, I'm a big Raptor fan, so, you know, I got to use DeMar Rose. I, I, I got to use the Raptors. <laughs> At any point in time, and then obviously you know FIFA will play get the two on two going on, and you know I got to use Cristiano Ronaldo for that one. So I mean it's just it's it just like it, like it all doesn't matter, you know like whatever people are actually playing, and like we just try to get two on two or maybe one on one, and just you know just just have a great time. And people will be playing spades the way like they're turning down like their controllers and stuff. Right? Do do you do Madden at all? Have you uh, created the ultimate Brandon Bridge character? No, like when I was younger, I used to do that. But after a while, you know, like the game of Madden just takes so long now. Like it takes like like forty minutes a game, yeah. so it's like you know, it's just, it's just too long. So Madden's really not in like the rotation of video games right now. But <laughs> but NHL is actually creeping up there right oh, now. Really? And NHL is definitely a game to actually play too. Okay, bit of a bit of a dark horse there among the Rough Riders. Okay, I get it. Uh, now let's let's see for for game time music, getting you pumped up, getting you in the zone. What are you listening to? Gotta listen to Drake. Drake is definitely the, the the place on that game day. Any type of Drake, old Drake, new Drake, um, him rapping or singing, it doesn't matter. Like it has to be some some type of Drake. That was getting me like my zone and it was getting me mentally uh focused and uh, ready for like the game. Now pre game or post game meal, you mentioned Earls earlier. Is there any type of food in particular though that you, you go to, whether it's before or after the game? Uh, before the game, like I always go to Denny's or I go to Fresh and Sweet. Uh, I always get like I'm actually a big breakfast guy. Okay. Um, if I actually go to Denny's, I always get the uh, either the lumberjack or the all all American slam. Nice. Uh, substitute everything with just bacon. Um, have like the pancakes, and then if I go to Fresh and Sweet, I'll probably just uh, get like the uh, you won't need lunch later or something else. <laughs> but uh, usually I'm actually a big a big breakfast guy, and I'll probably have, like a little snack in between, maybe some pasta. If it's a uh, if it's like a later game and then right. after the game usually I would go to Earl's um, and I always get the same thing if you walk in there and ask anyone at at Earl's I, I always get the chicken fingers dipped in buffalo uh, with fries with like a with like a burger bun so I can oh. make like a sandwich out of it have a side of ranch and then for the appetizer I always get the uh, the uh, dynamite roll and that's that's what I always get at at Earl's. Now what's the dynamite roll? Dynamite rolls is it's just sushi. It's just oh. a, a certain kind of, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I never heard. So you're 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 telling me you you dip get the chicken fingers in buffalo sauce and you you make your own kind of makeshift sandwich. Yeah, make my own wow. sandwich, and you can you can actually go to Earl's and ask them, and they will tell you. Like the waitress, like already know. Like every time I, I walk up and like when they're there, they're like, yeah, we already know what you're gonna get, and they always write it down. Like 
Like it does not change. I, I get the same thing every single time. Well, Brandon, you know what? I'm out in Saskatchewan uh, usually once or twice a year doing lacrosse championships in Saskatoon. So I might have to make the trip down to Regina next time and ask for the Brandon Bridge special. That sounds phenomenal. Ask them. Go go in there and be like, you know what? Like who always gets the chicken fingers dipped in buffalo with the sandwich? <laughs> burger bun. No, definitely tell you it was me. That's beautiful. Brandon, last one for you. Okay, let's look ahead. Crystal Ball, let's say you win the Grey Cup. Ownership says you can go anywhere you want in the world on vacation. Where are you going? Anywhere in the world anywhere on vacation. Uh, people are going to call me crazy, but I'll probably go back to L.A. Uh, you know, my agency's out in L.A. I haven't been out there for about the past, like, two years. But, you know, L.A. was an amazing place. I lived there for about three months, and honestly, I loved it out there. So I'm, I'm probably going to L.A. Even though right. if you go anywhere in the world, people probably might say like you should go to Spain or something. But <laughs> I'm just like a real local guy. I'm not really big on the being on the flights for long or going over that water. So, right. I'm really just probably go to LA. Like LA is probably the best place I've ever been to. Back to the city of angels. All right, Brandon. Hey, man. Thank you so much. Good luck this weekend in Ottawa, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon. All right. Thank you so much. All right, that was Brandon Bridge. What a beauty of the Rough Riders as they get set on TSN to play Sunday afternoon in that crossover game against the Red Blacks in Ottawa. That is a 1 p.m. kickoff. Okay, folks, so remember, what you do if you want to win Domino's Pizza Prize, all right, Domino's Pizza Prize, what you do is I'll post this up. Ep- this episode will go up Wednesday night. The draw will be Thursday evening. You have to follow at AndyMC81 on Twitter, at Domino's Canada on Twitter. Then retweet my pinned tweet of the show. So of the show link. Not, don't retweet. I see this all the time. Don't retweet me saying to retweet. That doesn't count. You have to retweet when I put up, this is CFL Weekly, and give the show link on Twitter. It'll be pinned to my profile. That's what you want to retweet, along with following myself at AndyMCD1 and at Domino's Canada. You can also vote on our show poll. Which team will advance to the CFL East and West Finals? Rough Riders, Eskimos, Red Blacks, Blue Bombers, Rough Riders, Blue Bombers, or Red Blacks, Eskimos? A thin lead so far of Rough Riders, Eskimos. You can vote there. Thank you, everybody, all season long. Hey, we're, we're still going for the whole playoffs, folks, but what a great regular season. Enjoy the games, and we'll talk next week. You've been listening to CFL Weekly across the TSN radio network.